What's up guys, it's the Pear Bros. You know us, or you don't. Either way, it's George and, and Spencer. It's us. And it's us, and it's Daniel. Yeah. What? What? There's Tell another Pear Brother. Tell him, George. <laughs> it's our baby bro, Daniel. That's right. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> You're done with your segment. <laughs> that's my segment. <laughs> Shoot. Just kidding. That's not the segment. That's not the segment. Okay. Guys, this is our very first episode. I'm just going to kick it off on the right way because there's no other way to do it. And that is uh, with a little thing I call winging it with George. Uh, I'm just going to wing it. Um, usually I'll be eating Buffalo wings, but, uh, Buffalo wild wings, uh, couldn't place an order after 9 PM. So I didn't. Oh. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So just imagine that I'm slurping on some slippery little hot wings right now Ew. while I discuss a bone that I have to pick with my little brother, Daniel. No. <laughs> yeah. I saw this yeah. coming a mile away. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, Daniel, here's the thing. A couple nights ago, I um, I had a dream, and uh, in the dream, we were watching the premiere of Marvel's new, the amazing. I call it the Amazing X Men, but the it's Amazing X Men. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it the Uncanny X Men. We were watching the Uncanny X Men. And after we were we were done, I was very disappointed in the film. Uh-oh. But you could not stop defending it. Yeah. Gosh, Daniel. What the heck? I don't know. I mean, I imagine the dream self of me would think that they're trying to take a unique view. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But Wolverine was chubby. Why'd they get a chubby actor to play Wolverine? That's, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Well, it makes chubby. sense if you think about it in terms of they want the opposite of Hugh. Hugh's not chubby. Get someone else. Yes. yes. <laughs> Get someone I'm, else. I'm on board with this idea. <laughs> <laughs> he had two little white stripes in his hair. That was stupid. Does he have that in the comic? Does he even have that in the comic books? Maybe doesn't old, make sense. Old man Logan. Old man Logan. <sighs> but it wasn't even... Comic. Most of the movie... Was about an audio cassette tape. <laughs> and you would not stop defending it. It's messed up, dude. Yeah, well, because it's kind of a timepiece, you know? We don't use audio cassette tapes anymore. <laughs> they were big then. <laughs> it was all about like everyone was trying to get Wolverine to use one of his claws to rewind the tape. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, no, I'm a rebel. I don't do that. (laughs) I woke up so legitimately upset at Daniel for defending the heck out of this stupid movie. It was so dumb. They had to like rescue the audio cassette tapes and that like healed all of the X-Men. Like all of the X-Men had healing powers because of the audio cassette tapes. Are you sure this wasn't Transformers? (laughs) It was the amazing X-Men. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Oh yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. I'm glad that the bone you're picking with me is a dream because when yeah. you said that, my first thought was, oh no, 
I do still, still owe him money for the punching bag we bought in high school. <laughs> <laughs> 15 years ago. <laughs> Instantly popped into your mind. Man, that's been, really been weighing you down for a long time. <laughs> I, I knew this was coming. I knew. <laughs> Dude, we paid $100 for that punching bag. You never gave me 50 You never gave me 50 <laughs> What the heck? <laughs> Look, man, in the future, just try to be a little more considerate of my point of view when we watch a movie in my dreams. <laughs> right. All right? Okay. Guys, right now, you sound like my wife. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Uh, I knew that Daniel would immediately, like, own it. And yeah. try to defend himself because right. we we have uh, confronted another one of our brothers about things that he's done in dreams, and he always got super angry and sent try to prove that it was a dream. You know, he, he's like, "What the heck?" But hey, you did it. You did it. <laughs> Own it. You know. <laughs> I don't care if I dreamed it or not. You were there, and you did this in my dream. Right. <laughs> Man. And the feelings were real when I woke up, so. No, Things I mean, were clear in the air. Is that what you were saying, Daniel? What? Is that what you were basically trying to say, though? Is that, like, does your wife get mad at you from things that you said to her in her dreams? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. She's <laughs> 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 like, and Do you I... talking with that stupid Russian accent. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, I slapped her with a fish that one time. <laughs> you slapped me with a fish. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> oh, I oh, that. <laughs> yeah, you spend the entire day making up for it. God. <laughs> Let's go get you more flowers. Dang it. No, honestly, I had to buy a fish. Let her smack me. <laughs> You're like fine, okay. Mono y mano. <laughs> well, guys, speaking of movies, I just saw a freaking amazing movie. Oh, yeah. You know me. Dang. I love I love scary movies. I just I just love I love being scared. I don't scare easy, so I love watching scary movies. Right. Yeah. And this thing is like what fuels nightmares. <laughs> wow. It's called Bilder. What? <laughs> Bilder. Nope. 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 Still don't know. Still don't know. <laughs> I said Bilder. <laughs> yeah, he won't say he won't say it more clearly. <laughs> That's oh. what it was called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. This movie's called Pitchfork. Oh. It came out in 2016. I've never even heard of that. Oh man. Freaking terrifying. <laughs> imagine imagine like a dude who has one of his hands cut off and he has an old rusty pitchfork like kind of wow. like very poorly tied onto the stub of his arm. Whoa. 
Whoa. Think of the damage he could do with that. <laughs> <laughs> not not very much. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, you know, like a lot of people they they really they I think they try too hard to like make a scary, you know, antagonist. Yeah. You know, wait, wait, was, he a, was he a murderer before the pitchfork or did the pitchfork make him a murderer? Yeah. That's too deep. I wasn't my brain wasn't willing to go there. <laughs> Oh, okay, so they don't explain that. No, there's no origin story. <laughs> Zero. Zero. They don't, they don't waste time with that. Yeah, why? Because why? But the thing is, like, most people, when they try to make a scary movie, they have an antagonist. They try to, like, make his, like, mask really, like, terrifying. Because, yeah. like, basically, in my right. opinion, they're just, they're just afraid that they're not going to be able to sell it well enough so they just put a ton of money and effort into like the makeup you know jason Voorhees had a hockey mask with like blood all over it yeah. uh i mean you know uh michael myers had that captain's captain spock no captain <laughs> Spark. Yeah. no i remember that yeah captain spock <laughs> man that was creepy when he looked like captain spock it was hilarious <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, Freddy Krueger. Do we even need to go there? I mean, how much money, time, and effort did they make right. to try to make that guy scary? This move, this movie, they were so confident that they had a scary freaking villain <laughs> that they just took a dang build a bear, uh, pulled its its head off, pulled the stuffing out of it, ran it through the mud, and then just strapped it on the on his face. He had a build a bear on his face. Now, what? if you if you're confident, you can make a scary movie with a build a bear on your face. Wait, was he wearing the built like the head of the bear over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's was no the, origin story. Was there a body or just the he- the head of the bear? But just like the just like the face, like he made a mask out of like the face of the build a bear. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now this Dang. movie this movie starts out like any movie. A girl and her dog. And <laughs> her dog runs off into a building, like an old abandoned, like warehouse or something right and she goes after him and she's like where are you and she can hear him like whining and she crawls underneath like a into like this air vent thing like deep she goes where she goes off camera into this like weird air vent thing because she really wants to get her dog out and then you just hear like 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 stabbing weird sounds and then she comes out and she's freaking got porcupine quills or like fishing hooks. Not sure. All over her face. <laughs> Not sure. Those look really different. All over her face? Yeah. Because <laughs> of his fork? What? Because <laughs> of his fork hand? I didn't say anything about a fork hand. I just said she came out of the hole with, with spikes in her face. She had okay. like needles or something in her face. Okay. Cut to black. You never hear about her or the anything for the rest of the story. That has nothing to do with the story. <laughs> they never address that. No. Did you ever play anyone else with push hooks or porcupine quills? I who knows. <laughs> so naturally. <laughs> <sighs> So naturally, you're on edge, right? They they got, yeah. they got you hooked, literally. Yeah. Hooked, you know? Right. So right. 
then it just tells this like really cool story about this kid and he's he's gonna go home to his to confront his parents uh and well he he sent them an email to let him know that he's gay he came out of the closet and okay. he's nervous about like telling his parents so he brought a couple of his friends and by a couple i mean eight <laughs> to go, to go confront he his brought parents. a huge group to talk to his parents yeah. about being gay well they they're his friends and they support him okay so okay and they've got every every character this movie has so much color in it it's just got every character you can think of it's got the jock it's got the cheerleader it's got the freaking nerd got, <laughs> like the, the foreigner and it's got of course the gay guy who's like stereotypically gay and yeah. um they get they get to his house and uh, th- his dad comes out. His dad's like he's got to be a good three or four years older than the son. And, <laughs> and, and uh, it just goes on and on and on, and you almost like it's so good because like you forget that you're watching a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that good i don't yeah okay because then when the horror happens you're like whoa like you're (laughs) so yeah it just tells the story of like a father-son relationship and the the farm the dad is like a farm handler and you know he's a working man and stuff and yeah you know he's just trying to deal with the fact that his son is a homosexual yeah but his friends are there to support him, and so they, of course, set up all the lights and everything in the barn. <laughs> Why did they set up lights? <laughs> okay, hold on. Nothing you're saying is making sense. I have to see this movie. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so they set up all the lights. They start. They start jamming out the music. They invite like, like to do the gay announcement. Well, no, no, because he already sent an email. They already knew that the dad already knew. Okay. So wait, what? No, no, honey, I'm good. Do 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 that. You know that starts playing, and everyone. There's like 20 people now. In the barn with the lights, and everyone is dancing in unison. Everyone, it's like the most awesome choreographed dance <laughs> dance battle you've ever seen. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you you are on edge the whole time because you never know what's going to happen next. You're like, where is it going? The whole time, you have no clue where the story is going. <laughs> so. <sighs> It starts to get late, and uh, the uh, the boy. Oh, by the way, the 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 protagonist, the the main character, the gay guy, the gay kid that's talking to his parents. Not the girl with the quills in her face. She's gone. Remember, she's out of the story. <laughs> right, because <laughs> quills in her face. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Anyway, the, so the main character's uh, he has a, a younger sister. Oh. Anyway, she's like, uh, it's starting to get late, and she's in bed, and she's like, "Dad, can you can you come and check my closet? I think I heard something. I think there's a monster in my closet." Dad checks oh. the closet, 
and he's like, no, there's nothing in there. Or actually, he goes, he goes. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm messing it up. I am so sorry. Uh, I want, I want to apologize to Glenn Douglas uh, Packard, the director, for messing that part up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah. Give him credit where credit's due. So the, the girl's in her bedroom, and she calls out to her dad, and he, you can hear the dad like responding down the hall. She's like, "Dad, I hear something in my closet," and he's like. It's fine, honey. Go to bed. And she's like, no, I really hear something. The door swings open. And she starts to hear some rustling in her closet. And her dad jumps out of the closet. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait. What? Well, he didn't want her to be scared of monsters. So he thought the best way to get her to not be scared of monsters is to scare her. Oh, okay. Closet, like, oh, like a monster. How did he teleport? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so he yeah. like, like, hey. like, yeah. I don't. I don't want to be rude. What's where's, that? where's the the bad guy? Where's yeah. the guy with the fork and the teddy bear face? Yeah. So yeah. then, <laughs> this is like forty five minutes into the movie. <laughs> So, oh. then, so then the, the 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 dad jumps out and he's like, "See, there's no monsters." And she's like, "You scared me, huh?" And and there's only <laughs> a miscommunication going on here. But you like you start to really like feel for the dad and the daughter. Like, man, they can't communicate. Oh, I feel bad for them. So you really get connected with them. Okay. And then the girl's like, "Can you check under my bed for a monster?" And he's like, ah, "Fine." And he, <laughs> he crawls yeah. under the bed. And you hear him like you hear like stabbing sounds, and you're like, "Oh, that's right." The quills. Oh, yeah, this is a scary movie. Yeah, quill, dude. No, <laughs> this is a scary movie. You're like, "Oh my gosh, I almost forgot. This was a scary movie." And um, <laughs> and the dad, you know, he's underneath the bed. You hear stabbing sounds, and then you see a pitchfork arm shoot out through the bed, like through the top of the bed. Whoa. Yeah, and. That that dude must be insanely strong because he just ripped his hand through a bed. <laughs> That's freaking with a, awesome. With a pitchfork. And then it cuts to black. And now they're they're back, you know, they're dancing and everything at the barn. All the people are at the barn dancing and stuff. Um I feel like, and then like, like a huh? good stabbing ability when you're under a cramped bed either. Like yeah, arm yeah there's no room to like swing your arm. I'm, think, I'm thinking he came from below the floor, like to get enough momentum to shoot his <laughs> arm out through the bed. But yeah. uh, but uh, anyway, it cuts to black. So you're thinking there's no way the girl survived that. A pitchfork just went through her bed, so yeah. she's dead. Yeah. Um. But then um. It gets a little. It's it's like it's trying to tell more of the story of all the characters. Like the jock, he fools around with the uh, the other girl, not the the girl, not his girlfriend. And then um, um, this guy is like he the the nerd. There's like a love triangle. The nerd's like I always wanted the the, the popular girl, and that she's like with the jock guy. Now we got to fight him and stuff. They all start fighting with each other. They like you don't oh. you don't. It's good because you don't get attached to any of them. Because no, but you don't. The story doesn't follow one single person around enough for you to like really connect with anyone. Okay, that's good. That yeah. makes it easier for me to watch them die. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So, so then <laughs> I was shaking my head too hard that my emoji face went away. But anyway, so then um, uh, the pitchfork dude starts. He starts just you know getting his his pickings, and he's he, oh he's forking everybody. <laughs> Like, like he's he's like a he's, he's like really skinny and small, small dude, but super strong. Like he just like forks a guy in his back and picks him up. I mean, blood's rushing from his forehead, and he <laughs> picks a guy up by his back and like throws him on the ground. That dude's dead, obviously. Um, he just goes into the dance and starts forking everybody. He just starts forking around, man. Just starts. <laughs> <laughs> just starts going around like well he all he has is, all he has is a fork right yeah he's got a fork <clears throat> he's got a fork hand so, so couldn't they have just like dogpiled him or no no he's got a fork hand <laughs> i mean this That's sounds true. incredible strength yeah really incredible <clears throat> and he's not wearing a shirt so you can see you can like see his rib cage you can see how small and scrawny he is they got a <laughs> really creepy looking guy but he has like inhuman strength somehow <laughs> but they don't explain why he has no. Inhuman strength. Okay, you don't question it because he's got the he's got the teddy bear strapped to his face the whole time. <laughs> that's true. So that's true. Um, yeah. Oh 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 oh. Let me back up. So when when the dad gets like stabbed and stuff underneath the bed and the fork comes up, the girl screams. It cuts to black, and the next scene is the mom. She's like down in the kitchen. She she's like she hears a sound upstairs. She hears her daughter screaming upstairs. So she does naturally what anyone would do. She goes down to the basement to investigate. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So she hears a noise upstairs and she goes down to the basement. Okay. She hears her daughter screaming. <clears throat> so she goes to the basement because she thought she heard like a little ruffling sound in the basement. So, you know, if okay. you're like, what, what, what's the matter, honey? What, what are you screaming about? And then she hears a ruffling in the basement. She's like, what? And she goes downstairs. What? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nothing like, where right. would, what would you do in this situation? Not that. So probably <laughs> she goes down to the basement and she gets attacked by, by Forky, the pork faker. I mean, <laughs> I almost wore. watch your mouth. <laughs> Yeah. The pork thicker. Okay. <laughs> and then, okay, so anyway, so he starts, uh, Pitchfork guy starts killing everybody. And um, and then it shows like he has like a, a torture chamber, <clears throat> a torture chamber, and he's got, he's got the dad laid up on the bed, on this like table, I mean. And the little girl is in a cage that is basically a spring mattress that's leaned up against a, a like a a wall that she's like behind it. So that's the cage. Obviously, that's a cage. She can't is move. It, yeah, <laughs> is it down or something? What's that? The spring mattress. <clears throat> yeah, it's like the spring mattress, but it's like um, all of the stuffing is out of it, so it's just the metal part. But is it bolted to the wall or something? It's uh, it's it's leaned against the wall. They're pretty sturdy. <laughs> I don't think you have to get out. It's leaned against the wall. Okay. Yeah, makes sense to me. There's no way she could get out. She'd get like her hand all tangled trying to like uh, move it around and stuff. <laughs> so, That's true. And, okay. And her, and her dad is laid up on this table and the dude's like, like stabbing the dad and poking around at his dead body. 
and the girl obviously is very bright and she's like are you are you scared i'm scared too it's okay and she's like trying to like talk him down you know okay what you do when you see your dad lay dead on a table and some weird redneck fork dude is poking at him yeah, you try to reason with him. Yeah, you try to reason with him. <laughs> <laughs> trying to right. reason with him. But she's right. obviously scared and and so <clears throat> but he's like kind of animal animalistic and he goes over to the to the box spring and he like shakes it and like growls at her and she screams and cries. Um and then it goes back to the dance scene and 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 Forkman goes over and gets, you know, starts killing more people. Um uh like I said, probably the most epic death to me was when he stabbed that one guy kind of in the kidney area and blood just started pouring down his forehead I didn't see that coming like it didn't even make sense it was so gory but, uh, <laughs> and, uh, okay yeah man right so uh, so how do you how do you sleep at night I knowing don't. Nope, I don't <clears throat> haven't slept in a good morning actually so, then, there's something you said at the beginning of this that you don't get scared very easily from movies, right? And this sounded like probably the least scary movie I've ever heard, and that's why it freaks <laughs> me out. It really catches you off guard, you know? Right? It's like that, exactly. So, okay. Long story short, the the main the main uh, character, the main protagonist, he he. He finds a sister. He like gets her out of the um, prison. That's a box spring, and <laughs> and he, he grabs her and they go running and through the woods and they go to like a nearby like neighbor's house and they knock on the door and then um, it the movie turns into the the devil's rejects. So again, okay. didn't see that come plot twist. <laughs> now we're we're in a generic version of the devil's rejects. And he, hillbillies and stuff? they're like hillbillies. Yeah. They're like these like scary hillbillies <clears throat> and their, <laughs> their son comes home. Guess who their son is? Benjamin. What? Benjamin. Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> He's the pitchfork dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Benjamin. That's, that's their son, Benjamin. He's, they they don't the, the mom and dad they don't question why their son wears uh the the weird mask on his head and they didn't take him to the doctor so obviously they're rednecks and they're weird because they 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 right. didn't fix their son's hand they just tied a rusty fork pick I mean pitchfork to it so right uh anyway so <clears throat> turns out like they, they they like let him they let the 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 main protagonist and his sister come inside the house and then they they're like, Oh, thank you. There's a scary dude out there. And you know, and then all of a sudden it's revealed that, that they're a big, scary, happy family. Oh, <clears throat> so now the, the, the main character and his sister, they, they got to kill the parents. They got to get out of there. So they, they <laughs> yeah, they, they do. And they do. So they <laughs> <laughs> do, wait do they yeah do they have to yeah kill the parents yeah, no they have to kill them because like the mom like she like f- gives them like lemonade and they're drinking it and they're like wait this isn't lemonade it's urine ah so they gotta go <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up that's i think that's murder did they just commit murder yeah no they, well because you could call that self-defense in my opinion i mean <laughs> okay 
pee-aide, you know? It's like urinade. It's like urinade. Right. So I think a good lawyer could spin it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it just goes on and on. And then and then finally, to to end the whole story, and you think everything's better. The the main character, the boy, the gay boy and his young sister are they're tired, they've been running all night, they've been fighting, you know, pitchfork dudes and creepy parents. <laughs> and they don't have they don't have any parents now. They're both their parents are dead. Shit. Um, they are walking down the street just trying to just trying to like the sun's coming up, it's the end of the day, I mean the end of the night, and they're just, just trying to just get out of there. Just get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you hear this like heavy breathing getting louder and louder and louder. And guess who it is? Pitchfork guy. Benjamin. (laughs) (laughs) He comes running up behind them. And right before he goes to stab the little girl, she spins around and she says, no, sit. (gasps) Dudes, dudes, my dudes. What? It worked. She was in control of him the entire movie, even uh-huh. though there's like four or five scenes with just the two of them, and she's visibly very terrified the whole time that they're talking, and she doesn't. Whoa! Know what to do. Turns out he's just her little puppet. Plot twist yeah. again. Roll credits. Oh, Roll credits. <laughs> you know what? So Boy, that's why the prison. That's why the prison was barely a prison. That's right. She was trying to trick him into thinking he was doing a good, that he was scaring her. But honestly, <laughs> there's been a lot of movies with big twists, and a lot of times you can kind of see them coming. I would have yeah. never saw this coming. Nope. <laughs> nope. I didn't see that coming. I did not nope. see that coming. Nope. <laughs> that doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. Roll credits. Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> Does she control the parent? The parents of Benjamin too. Hey, man. Credits are rolling. What do, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. The credits have already started rolling. Yeah. There's no time for questions. The credits are rolling. <laughs> so, see now. Typically, you'll watch a movie for me, and you'll tell me yeah. about it so that I I don't have to watch it. But now, but now I have to watch it because <laughs> none of that makes sense. <laughs> Well, you're in luck. It's available if you have uh, a Amazon Prime account. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of Amazon Prime stuff, I thought I would talk a little bit about, uh, well, not a lot about Amazon Prime, but I like to give what I call nerd news. Nerd news. Ooh. Oh, nerd dang. News. We're now <laughs> talking. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd nudes. Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay. News. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that'll be be fine. That'll be fine. Let's do that. That'll work. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I like to talk a lot about what's going on in the movie industry. Um, And I like specifically talking about superhero movies as they've been really popular right now. Oh, awesome. Uh, They're kind of supernatural as well, but... I just, you know, I just feel dumb now because I heard about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The Marvel movies are good, but 
Man. <laughs> yeah, you cool. can't really top that. Good luck, Marvel. <laughs> Good luck, Marvel. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, there's a lot going on in the Marvel universe. Uh, Marvel news. When you brought up Amazon Prime, it made me think about it uh, because kind of the talks right now is is Disney and Marvel going to do what Trolls Two did and do just a digital release of movies like Black Widow? Right. Because right now, when's Black? When's that supposed to come out? Black Widow. It's supposed to come out like April twenty something, like soon. And they oh. they officially pushed it back to May first or something, but it looks like they're going to push that back again. I heard. I heard lately. I heard it was pushed back to like November. Yeah, I mean the movie is one hundred percent finished. It's just on a shelf in Kevin Feige's garage. <laughs> Why is that where they store it? <laughs> I hope he has a nice garage. Nope. It's the fourth. Nope. <laughs> no, it's the fourth story garage. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but uh, so the problem with things are is like you know. You gotta know if it's worth it economically. When Trolls Two came out, they charged everyone twenty dollars to see it, mm-hmm. similar to movie ticket. However, you can your whole family can watch it for that one twenty dollars. Yeah, that's right. what we did. We did it. Yeah. Uh, right. So did I. Uh, but also, you know, you don't have to do the cost of like distributing the movie and stuff like that. So it kind of the issue is that box office numbers. There's like a very standard format for reporting box office numbers. And there's no format for reporting the numbers for digital showings. So uh, the company that made Trolls 2 has not officially said how much money they made from it. So, really? Yeah. Okay. But what, the only stats that we do know is like Amazon Prime is that that was Amazon Prime's biggest weekend they've ever had with the most viewings. And they made the most money on Amazon Prime right when Trolls 2 came out. So. <laughs> So that's all we know. So whether or not they're going to do that with some of the superhero movies, we have no idea. Like Black Widow Two, or I mean, Black, yeah, Black Widow Two, The Revenge. <laughs> 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 gonna get I can't believe they have both one and two films I'm, ready to go. I'm, I'm Kevin so Feige's that, garage. I'm so glad that she's going to get a revenge because I was left on a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of the Marvel Universe, there's some gossip that uh, usually, you know, comes from uh, the celebrity interviews. So one person who's infamous for spilling the beans during his interviews is Tom Holland. Very right? famous for that, yes. Very famous. He's gotten better, uh, but then still, just you know, it's just like a couple days ago, he had a FaceTime interview with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, no. Yikes. So Jimmy Kimmel was talking to him for a while. He really didn't say anything about his roles. I mean, obviously he addressed Spider-Man and stuff, but he didn't he didn't reveal anything. All he really talked about was that during his time in quarantine that he's been drinking a lot and that he was trying to cut back on drinking. Uh the only issue is that uh Ryan Reynolds just sent him a big box of the gin that Ryan Reynolds is a partial owner of. Right. <laughs> So then everyone's aviation like, or whatever. Yeah, everyone's like, wait a minute, why is Tom Holland suddenly really close to Ryan Reynolds? Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. So, are they working together right now? What's going on? Whoa. 
So Ryren. Ryren. What's Ryren doing? That, that would what? make sense. What's Ryren doing? And in the comic books, Spider-Man and, and uh, Deadpool are a lot of times together, you know, comically because their suits look so similar that they always uh, make a joke that, you know, Deadpool pretends he's Spider-Man and stuff. Right, right. So, I, I so, always yeah. thought that Tom Holland and Ryan Reynolds were like a power couple. I call them Tom Wren. Tom Wren? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, because I mean, Tom Holland lives in the UK, and Ryan Reynolds lives in the United States. So or <laughs> so, I don't even know anymore. Why are they friends? <laughs> uh, and also another another person who's not infamous for leaking things because this person I would assume never sees the scripts at all. And this person's Vin Diesel. So Vin I, Diesel? I just assume he doesn't ever see the scripts because his line is only ever. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> You know, True. You know what's funny about that? I've seen behind the foot scene footage, and there's paper in front of him on one of those little easels. He's standing there with a microphone and and paper. Sometimes he even like holds the paper up so he can get a good look at it while he's doing his line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm Why would he it. need a script? Why would he need a paper to look at? Because <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I, I heard that they actually write lines. I heard they actually write a script, and he. <laughs> <laughs> he, he reads it and acts it, but he just changes out the words like last second. Which <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay, I made, that all up. I made that all up. <laughs> so he's okay, had, he's had two lines so far. Had never really spilled anything, but then. He recently, I'm guessing they gave him a third line, which is kind of a big deal. And he spilt it in an interview because they asked him about Groot. And he <laughs> said, all I've got to say is Alpha Groot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's even bigger than we are Groot. <laughs> so, what that mean? So now everyone's like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> um, uh, what's his name? Who's the director of Guardians? Um, James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn and immediately started defending it. First, saying, "I've never lied to my fans before, and I have honestly no idea what he's talking about." <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. And he said maybe he's saying that there's a newer, cooler version of Groot. So people are running with that combined with Vin Diesel saying, oh, what's what's gonna happen to Groot? Is there gonna be a newer, cooler version of Groot? So the, the talk are, you know, in every movie since Groot died and was reborn again, he's grown from movie to movie. And now there's two movies coming out with the Guardians. There's the Thor movie, the Love and Thunder, and then Guardians 3 in the works. So we might see two more growth stages of Groot. Huh. One where he'll reach his adult form, and maybe one will he reach something beyond what we've seen before. Alpha Groot. Alpha Groot. Although, my theory, because uh, James Gunn, what he did say about Guardians 3, is that he wants to focus on Groot and Rocket's backstory. 
put a little bit of focus on that because he's kind of covered a lot of the backstory of the other characters, but they've only kind of alluded to Rocket and Group. You know, like they show Rocket scars and stuff, and they don't really say anything else about it. Hmm. Right. My theory is since Alpha is A, you know, it's like the original, that maybe Alpha Groot is like a the Groot that Groot grew from, you know, because we have Baby Groot grew from the first Groot. Right, he was like one branch of Groot. So maybe Vin Diesel's Alpha Groot is, he's talking about how they're going to introduce the original Groot, like the main Groot that maybe the new Groot grows from. That's kind of a cool concept because like Groot he's not like it's not like the hive concept you know it's not like where it's a a group of people with the same mind it's just like this guy he's kind of reincarnated it's still him but it's not it's it's a yeah it's pretty much much just an offspring like he the baby group is not really the same group he's i just now googled alpha Groot, and i'm seeing some really cool concept art of these like gigantic monster like (laughs) groups there's a whole lot of rumors no one knows what's going on. The fact that James Gunn started immediately commenting instead of just ignoring it means that maybe it does mean something. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's Vin Diesel's maybe third Groot line he's ever had, and he's really excited about it and couldn't wait to tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he just got the script in the mail. <laughs> it was on a postcard. It's like a full, it's like a full script, but it's just completely white, and he has to flip through like every page. <laughs> they just sent them a U.S. stamp. They just sent them a stamp. They sent them a stamp. It says "I Alpha Groot" on it. He flipped it and he's like, "Oh, he dropped it." And he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and he burnt it. Talking about his new movie, which I can't even remember what it's called. I've only Bloodshot. seen Bloodshot. Bloodshot. I don't know if Bloodshot, you guys have seen that's it. What it's called. Yeah, I saw the preview. What I see from the trailer is it's just nothing but different scenarios where Vin Diesel gets his face exploded and then it comes back. Yes. <laughs> I could see his, I could watch his face explode all day, every day. That'd be freaking awesome. Well, your luck. It's eight <laughs> hours long, man. Right now, everything's kind of a standstill. People are still leaking stuff, but basically what's coming out now is coming from interviews and tweets. Um, but something else I'd like to talk to you guys about, um, cause what I do is to kind of get this information. I watch a whole lot of videos. I read online about just comic book stories and I try to piece things together. And sometimes I come across comic book characters that maybe not a lot of people hear about very often. I call them the forgotten, the forgotten heroes and villains of comic books. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Um, right. Before right. you begin, I, I got one suggestion, though. I mean, just one thought. Yeah. Is there a chance that there's a reason why they're forgotten? No, I mean, what? I don't know. I'll, I'll no. talk about it. <laughs> uh, and maybe because this one is actually a Green Lantern character, and there's oh. kind of stuff going on with Green Lantern. They might be doing the HBO show, things like that. So I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. Okay. All right. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, but for a period of time, uh, in the 1960s, uh, Green Lantern actually had a sidekick. Like, oh. uh, not a lot of people know about this. No. He didn't have a lot of powers. Uh, and the thing is, I want to condone... I, I don't want to condone this. I want to make something clear. Times were different then. Right. Yeah. Um, 
I think they would have to change his name. <laughs> What's up? I have no idea what you're going to say. I have no right. idea either. So this this sidekick, um, and, and it was kind of cool because back then, one of the issues now that you know is kind of clear is that back when comic books were first being made, <laughs> all the superheroes were uh, you know white men. I mean, there was just so many superheroes are white men. Yeah, kind of cool that this this one isn't. Uh, he's he's a man, but he's not white. He's he's a different ethnicity. Uh, he's actually, oh, good. um, he's a he's a, like a Eskimo, like Alaskan native. That's oh, awesome. okay, yeah, cool. pretty unique. Uh, the issue is is that his uh, that his superhero name. I think it'd be cons. I think people would see it as offensive towards his race. Uh, why? What was that? His his name's Pieface. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Green Lantern's sidekick is yeah. Pieface. Pieface, the man. Uh, <laughs> the Eskimo. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! What is this do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he just kind of fell out of obscurity, you know. I don't know. He just kind of went away. Does he have any special powers or anything? No. Oh no no no. Oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> oh um. <Okay>. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he was forgotten. I don't get that one. <laughs> they could probably make a pie face. <laughs> you show up. You move the dialogue along. You know, someone that. Green Lantern could bounce ideas off of. He'd yeah. say, I think Pieface couldn't do it without you. Take off. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> do it without you. Get lost. Couldn't do it without you. Get out of here. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Yeah, so... I don't know. This is just, this is just some of the people I come across. Uh, I, the things, you know... Movies are trying to push for diversity. Uh, maybe. Right. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think they should bring him back. Man, I just yeah, they might have to change the name. That's it, and that's it. And that's it. That's, that's the kind of things I hope to that we gain from this podcast is we are able to, you know, get more views to really awesome scary movies and uh, right. other types of like sci-fi, you know, thrillers or whatever. And I hope that we can bring a lot of old superheroes back out of ex- obscurity. Yeah. Right. Get some resurrect them, resurrect. <laughs> yeah. And I hope that we can, and also ultimately, we all hope that we can help George deal with his his problems. Really, yeah, yeah. So, right. It's mostly just gonna be me talking about my problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think I think uh, I think we're done here. Yeah. Wow, guys, thanks for listening to. Yeah. Uh, to us, to us bros here. Yeah, the pair bros. Yeah, it was nice to uh, finally, you know, pair up with the Paris. Pair up with Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we're calling the show. Pair up with the Paris. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I thank you for everyone who listened. I'm Daniel, and uh, it was a pleasure meeting you. <laughs> True. Daniel, you didn't meet anyone. <laughs> Is that? Oh, I thought that they'd come here. No. 
Man, I got I to gotta explain to you how podcasts work. Well, anyway, I'm I'm Spencer. I'm uh, I'm I'm called Big Brother Parabro. And I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah, George. That, that's so. that's monkey in the middle right there. Right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.